are live on YouTube. We're live on Rumble. We're live on Twitter. And we will be live on Rockfin here in one second. As soon as that little red button is pushable. And I will push it and we'll be live across all platforms. And we'll get the show going. Welcome, Ian. Thank you for joining me. Hey, great to be here. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Very great Thanksgiving. I hope you did as well. We're also now live on Rockfin now. Hey, so let's yeah, dive into the show here with Ian Covell. We have a special guest coming up here in a few minutes as well. Hen Henry Kissinger dies. Pfizer's getting sued. And the rise of political humiliation fetishes. This is the Propaganda Report's Drive Time News Blast. I am Brad Binkley. Top story. Former U.S. Secretary of State and National Security Advisor Henry Kissinger, one of the most influential and controversial foreign policy figures of our time, died tragically on Wednesday at the age of 100 after collapsing in the middle of a soccer field during a game due to myocarditis induced by the vaccine. Condolences go out to the family. Obviously, that's not true. He died from old age, I'm assuming, if he died. My thing is like, if these elites have this life extension technology that can make them live to be 200, 300 years old, they at some point have to fake their own death or everybody's going to be like, hey, how come all of these elites are 150 years old and they're the only ones? Yeah. Maybe he's dead. Maybe they get, maybe he swapped his soul. He got, they, he, they, you know, got a soul out of a younger body. Yeah. They put stuck his it into soul his. into it. No, well, no, yeah. Stuck it into his. Yeah. And now he's walking around as some, he's like a, a teenager. He's a soccer player. He just player. died of myocarditis. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So this is, yeah. look at him here. This is an interview that he did a month ago. I'm not going to play it. I just want to show it, show you what he looks like. My, my cat, my cat is here. Sorry. I, I hear you, cat. Your cat. He, he's got a luxating patella. That sounds. It means sensual. he's got to get knee surgery. And yeah, oh, sorry. I'm getting sorry. my cat knee surgery. Yeah. Okay. Well, moving forward. Wish your cat all the best. Uh, yeah. Look at this image of Kissinger here. Have. You, this is a month ago. This is the final interview that he ever did. Have you ever seen a hundred year old person who is that overweight? He looks, it looks like his head could just melt off of his body it, and fall into his lap. Right. I mean, he's got, he's got the body of, of Chris Christie as a hundred year old. You don't typically see that. Usually, hundred year olds look like they weigh less than their age. But Kissinger, here he is with a sinking head Chris Christie body. I, it just, I just found that to be a bit. Peculiar. And the final question that he was asked during this interview, which this was the final question he was ever asked in any interview, was about the fate of the planet and if what is going on in Ukraine and Israel right now is more than just a regional war or if it's a fundamental attack on democracy worldwide. And of course, he said it's a fundamental attack on democracy and the international system, the new world order. So he was true to his NWO propagandistic purpose all the way up until the very end. The true tragedy of losing Henry Kissinger, for me anyway, is that Stacey Abrams has lost her long-term sex partner. Condolences there. Any words on Kissinger, Ian? Uh, no, I don't have anything special to say about Kissinger. It's, uh, it's kind of... Uh, my first thing was, I guess, what do you do for fun when you're 100? Other than have sex with Stacey Abrams, I'm not yeah, sure. Other than that, I mean, that's yeah. about all you can do. Right. Yeah, that's all anybody can do. It doesn't matter what age you are. Yeah. I think. Uh, I mean, but I, yeah, what do you do for fun? What do you look forward to? 
Um, you gotta think yeah. death is around like every time you take a step, you're like, is this the last one? Is this yeah, you're not like taking a taekwondo class at a hundred. It'd be yeah, good if you're not you starting could. anything new. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to think that if I live to be a hundred, I will be a very young, vibrant one hundred. Uh, yeah, I look at least ninety-three when I'm hundred is my hope anyway, yeah. with the modern technology. Mm-hmm. While we lost Kissinger, there was a life that was saved today. Oh, good. Senator Rand Paul, he was a hero at the Senate lunch after saving Senator Joni Ernst from choking on her meat by giving her the Heimlich maneuver and helping get it out. She thanked him later. But meanwhile, at the same lunch, Senator Lindsey Graham begged a dozen senators if they would like for him to choke on their meat. He had no takers. After the lunch incident, Ernst treated her appreciation to Rand, saying, can't help but choke on the woke policies Dems are forcing down our throats. Thanks, Dr. Paul. And then there's all these comments underneath her tweet from liberals going, you almost died and all you want to do is make fun of Democrats. Like, yes. Get over it. You know? yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> yeah. so speaking of Rand, have you seen those back and forth battles that Rand has with Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, it's there. It's going to become an HBO series. It, it gonna, should. It's going to be a series where two actors play these two going toe to toe at each other. It's going to be great. And you know, they'll cast Brad Pitt as Fauci like they did in SNL. And then they'll cast the most feeble, awful looking actors, Rand Paul. Carrot Top. Yeah, the Carrot Top will be Rand Paul. <laughs> but Fauci has finally agreed to testify in Congress about his involvement in what many saw as or see as a cover-up of the origins of COVID and the, his agency's funding of the gain-of-function experiments conducted in the Wuhan lab. He's going to be testifying in front of the House in January. It'll be the first time he's testified under oath since July of 2021. And that's always going to be interesting and entertaining. I do wonder the timing of this, mm-hmm. if he's going to spend most of his time actually propagating. He's going to obviously be combative but i have a feeling he's going to be propagating this new variant that we've been hearing so much about we're suddenly seeing stories again of the increase in cases and we're seeing these stupid videos coming out of china people in hazmat suits i feel like fauci's taking this as a propaganda opportunity ultra mega covid yeah yeah ultra mega it's a mega mega covid mega mega covid it's putin's covid so that'll be interesting to see but pfizer is actually getting sued today Staying with this theme, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton filed a lawsuit against Pfizer accusing them of misrepresenting the effectiveness of their COVID-19 vaccine. According to the lawsuit, the pharmaceutical company misled, used misleading statistics to promote the vaccine and sought to intimidate and silence those who questioned the product's efficacy. And And he's seeking $10 million in civil fines and a court order barring Pfizer from speaking publicly about the efficacy of its vaccine. And they say they are pursuing justice for the people of Texas, many of whom were coerced by tyrannical vaccine mandates to take a defective product sold by lives. Now, the product, whatever people believe about it, the testing where they got the data and the statistics I'm thinking he's referring to did not allow the oldest and the most vulnerable people to be a part of the studies. They only got the youngest and healthiest people to be part of it so that they could get the data that looked good because mm-hmm. those people are healthy. And then the first people they rolled it out to were the oldest and most vulnerable that they would not allow 
into the study because of the risk. So there's a case there. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. I well, know. I'd say that if you, I mean, if your goal was population control, that's the, that's the tack you would take. You know, that's the that's the path you would take. It's a good would, strategy you're saying. Yeah, it's a great that. strategy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So now let's move on to what I've really been excited to talk to you about and the special guests that we're going to have on to comment on the story, which I'll go ahead and bring him in. It's, it's Mr. President. Welcome. Brad, Ian, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful pleasure to to see and hear from the both of you again. Uh, I I hope you had a a very special Thanksgiving. We did. uh, We did. I I hope you both received those, uh, those Turkey shaped McRibs I sent to you and your family. They're delicious. Yeah. Delicious. Everybody loved them. Yeah, yep, that's Thank a you. fifteen pound McRib right there, shaped like a turkey. I, I also appreciated the nudes of Melania. Well, you got to share the wealth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, thank you, Mr. President. Now, I, I'm interested in getting both of y'all's reaction to this story. That the Washington Post, doing some hard hitting journalism, they published a report yesterday about these communities of people that have emerged who have political humiliation fetishes. Something that this, this report says is a product of the polarized political environment in this country right now, driving people to these fetishes. And one headline described the article or the report as Washington Post drops eye-popping report on the, quote, magadoms and quote, libtard subs infiltrating kink communities. And the WAPO titled their report, In the World of Sexual Fetishes, Crossing the Political Aisle is a Kink. Mr. President, does any of this relate to you? Because you are central to this report that they published. I mean, I wouldn't say that uh, the WAPO is starting to sound a lot like the Inquirer these days. Well, this is very inquiry. Let me let me show you guys this image. And here. the next headline is going to be that Bat Boy returned, and he has a sexual fetish about being dominated by a libtard. Here you go. All right, here's what the headline and the imagery of this article look like. Look at this. It's it's all red, right? <laughs> They have they have the uh, okay so right that and this person and there's the you see that there's the leather face in chain I guess that's the Democrat and the Republican animal is that what that's supposed to be that's it that's right yeah yeah those look at the mascots Brad yeah yeah the mascots the, the DNC is the donkeys you know the jackasses right and you see the question they posed here after the headline they say does a forced vote for the other side get your pulse racing. There's a dominatrix for that. And it opens up with a story about this woman who goes by the name of Roxy Ray. It says that Roxy is lying on her pink bedspread, her bleach blonde hair draped on her back teddy, thigh high stock. Oh, wait, draped, draped on her, her black teddy, thigh high stockings emerging from her leopard print silhouettes. She turns her backside to the camera and purrs. Mmm, that looks just like the view to persuade you to vote Republican for daddy Trump. And then she says, 
we both know you don't know what it's like to be, you don't know what it's like to be an alpha. You're just a beta obeying, doing everything I say. And pretty soon you'll be preaching and posting the Republican way all over your social media. And the best part is you'll really believe in it. So that's the, that's the type of video that this woman that they opened the article about post on this political or this clip site called Clips for Sale, which is an adult video sharing website where content creators cater to all types of sexual fetishes, including yeah. this political humiliation fetish. I think this is a great way to stop progressives. Excellent strategy. Yeah. Yeah. More of this. Let's get more of this. Let's I, I, this is genius. I never, never crossed my mind. Let's just, let's just lean into all the kinks of the progressives and bring them over uh, by punishing them into uh, voting like normal people. This chick is making six figures a year d doing this. She claims, I, I don't know if it's true, but that's what she says. Wait till we get into some of the examples of these. You think I could make five figures a year doing this? If I could, you could definitely make five figures. Mr. President, you could make seven figures if you'd well, started an OnlyFans. No, uh, the, the sound of Daddy Trump doesn't sound so bad to me. I'm, <laughs> Daddy Trump's OnlyFans, I'm telling you, you'd make more than enough to pay uh, whatever fines you're getting charged in those legal fees there. It'd be a good campaign a strategy. So the article describes the political humiliation fetish like this. They say there are people who get turned on by the idea of having their political views mocked by members of the opposing political group. Liberals desire being dominated by conservatives and called pejoratives that imply they are weak and unintelligent, while conservatives want to be mocked for supporting former President Trump, among other perceived transgressions, according to those who participate in this subculture. That's where you come into these fetishes, Mr. President. And apparently, people play out these humiliation fantasies in various places, like in unmarked dungeons, the article says, is one place where these fantasies are played out. Private parties, private sex parties, and online via video and direct messages. So if you ever stumble upon a unmarked dungeon in the middle of a park somewhere, there's some political humiliation going on in there. So be careful what you walk into. Thoughts so far? I mean, it sounds a lot like skull and bones. It kind of does. Were you involved in any of that, Mr. President? No, no, I wasn't a part of skull and bones. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Bushes were, though. I was going to say that uh, I could see people, uh, you know, getting off on being mocked for uh, supporting the Bushes. Yeah. And there's a lot of wordplay that can go on there as well with the Bushes. And so the article then goes on to say that with political sexual fetishes, Republicans and Democrats are reduced to caricatured sexual imagery, the macho posturing Republican politicians flattened into pure toxic masculinity, and the bleeding heart liberal Democrat men become uh, ineffectual doormats. Become? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so this well, website, oh, go ahead. You know, is, 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 is the, how many people are really involved in this? That's the thing. I know. I, I hope a lot. There's a, there's a few thousand in one of these really? groups. You know, honestly, what, yeah. it sounds like the entire thing's set up by the CIA, the way that Mossad did Probably. Upstate. You know what I noticed? Yeah. I, I noticed recently that um, uh, some old clip of Trump where 
uh, he, they were accusing him of, uh, did he find someone unattractive? And he goes, yeah, I'm just being honest. I have nothing right. to do with her. Yeah. Right. Um, and it just, I find it curious that so many people get upset when he says he doesn't find them attractive, sir. Right. Isn't that interesting? Right. They're like, why is he raping all these yeah, people? Why, he doesn't why find doesn't attractive? he find me attractive? You know? <laughs> I want, I want Trump to find me attractive too. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, so there's Ian, this... I, I find your personality very attractive. Well, thank you, sir. That means a lot. That's a, is that a backhanded compliment? Mr. Not Trump? at all. That's... Okay. Well, there's a website, which I thought about pulling up. Maybe we will in a second. It's called FetLife. It's a social networking site. They have social networking sites for everything. It's for people with fetishes. And, and there are a dozen subcategories of kink that users can tag in their profiles, such as hot conservative girls who make liberals cry. And there's four political humiliation groups, including MAGA doms, doms, and libtard subs. It's, it's a very active one. That was the one I think has a few thousand in the group, maybe. And outside of these fetish groups, they have BDSM bondage sites, which cater to taboo turn-on, turn-ons with names such as triggered liberal snowflakes. And according to those who are active in this kink world, uh, an appetite for this type of political role play grew during your administration, Mr. President, because of I don't know. You just turned them on and pissed them off so much yeah. at the same time, and uh, well, you know, I'm a very, I'm a very attractive person, Brad. Yes, this you know, a great head of hair. Attractive. All right. So these fetishes, they say these fetishes aren't new, but they're spilling into the sexual fantasy fa fantasies because of the polarized electorate has so much vigor. And listen to this right here. This is the type of person who is in these groups that you might look around your office and say, oh my gosh, is this someone involved in these political fetishes? This dude is a 33-year-old from Virginia, probably in the CIA, like everybody else in Virginia, who goes by the name of Right Makes Might. And he's on the FetLife site, and he's the founder of the MAGA Doms Libtard Subs Group, and he's a bisexual Republican whose day job is to monitor politics and liberal media for a radio host. Find clips, I'm guessing. And on his MAGA Doms Libtard Subs Group, that he founded, members talk about dominating their libtard slaves, and they also post requests like, this is one of the requests on there, quote, looking for a magadom to red pill me and convince me to share my wife. <laughs> what do you think, Mr. President? I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, are we living in reality? That's us. Nobody ever tried to get you to share share their wife with Mr. President. I mean, plenty of people have tried to share their wife with me, but <laughs> just not for money. Just for you know, not for him. being red pilled either. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> but then, is that a thing that that conservatives are known for? Is sharing their like? Come on, man. All conservatives share their wives. Want to be one of the cool ones? Well, I think that this is a. A Democrat. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. But yes, some of the speaking of sharing wives, there's another story today in the news about this Florida conservative who is the husband of the the Liberty Moms or whatever mm -hmm. movement, who allegedly they were having a two year long three way relationship with this chick that the chick is now accusing the guy of raping her when the wife wasn't around at some point. So, yeah, maybe everybody's uh, sharing and you're right. It's like the skull and bones, Mr. President. 
Mike Makes Right says that he came up with the idea for this group after he received messages from a handful of users on the site all asking the same thing. And this is the quote he says. He says, they say, I'm a liberal leftist and I'm proud, but I really want to be dominated by a conservative. (laughs) He then came up with the idea for this group after getting all of those messages with that request. And one man in the group described his fantasy as wearing a Trump dog collar, which you can buy on Trump's campaign website, and being walked around by this right makes right guy, being walked around a Walmart parking lot Picking out a dog bone. What is, what 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 what, uh, what is <laughs> that, it with all the dog people these days? That's what I want to know. Well, this Why guy doesn't so even want to sue on identifying his dog. What, right. What's going on in the zeitgeist that 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 people are, are wanting to identify as canines? I think. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Brett. It's, it's a dog. It's a doggy dog world, or whatever they say. Dog eat dog. Yeah, I just think uh, people are starting to – all the limits are about to get pushed. Uh, pretty soon we're going to see, you know, grown men being put in strollers and pushed around by women dressed as their nannies. It's going to get real weird, man. A lot of voting rights are going to have to be defended. A lot of new things roped yeah, in. a lot to- of new things. <laughs> right. like, you're going to have the right to be a child again. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Equal rights for dog people. Oh, it's going to be crazy. The thing about this person is they're, they're not even wearing a dog suit. They're wearing a Trump collar being walked around by a liberal looking for a dog bone. But Mr. President made a good point about the uh, the dog thing. You know, there's that, there is that guy who's, who's dressed as a, a collie. He's walking around right, as a collie yeah. right now, probably, as we speak. Yeah, that's the guy who had, like, surgery or whatever, right? Like, yeah, half of his... his uh, Calf and forearms removed so he could crawl all the time. <laughs> I don't think so. I this mean, the guy the... looked like he looks like a freak when he's down there, like a dog. Yeah, this is the guy who spent fifteen thousand dollars on the dog suit, mm-hmm. and he's just pulled around on this thing by by a woman. He can he's got like seventy thousand followers on YouTube. This dog mm-hmm. person does. Yeah, the the woman lets children pet him. It's sick. It is gross. What about the Walmart aspect of this? Why, if, why Walmart? Why not a pet store? Because Walmart's, you know, known as being, I think it's got the... It's other people walking around being, like that? No, no, no. Being like <laughs> conservative and American and... and yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, but that was, that was only while Sam was still alive. That's true. That's true. Is, you know, is he frozen? That it's been just like a, a simp vagina. Yeah. He's got China walking around looking for a bone. China Mart. All right. So this other member of this thing, he's a 34-year-old Democrat and an auto insurance worker. So next, anytime you're dealing with an auto insurance worker, keep that in the back of your mind. He says he's always been into submission and being dominated and just having people tell him what to do, but that he discovered political fetishes on a BDSM social media website. BDSM social media website. Um, And... This was a few years ago, and he said a lot of the content was liberals submitting to conservative Republicans or MAGAs or being red-pilled into supporting and worshiping Trump. And he said that it surprised him, and it turned him on. And he was surprised because before the Trump era, he says he never thought about politics as being sexualized. And then he said 
domination from a political party and an ideology that I can't tolerate made it way more of a turn on for him. And in particular, he liked the fantasy of a dominant man stealing his wife from him. (laughs) And this is hilarious here. Although he has a number of fetishes, he says, this is the one that he considers his most extreme. And he says, I'm very, very much a liberal. And if friends and family were to have any clue, they would be shocked, adding that his wife doesn't know about his fetish and that of all of the porn that he partakes in, that he would be most ashamed and embarrassed if someone were to find this out. Wow. You know, I'm surprised that there's not a, uh, a big push to take care of this subculture by, uh, by all the, uh, the activist groups. Yeah, maybe these are the new bravest people in America. Braver than the transgender community. Braver than transgender people. What would you do about this issue in America, Mr. President? Do you think it's a problem? Right now, would you think Sean Hannity would agree to walk that guy around the Walmart parking lot? I think he might agree to be walked around the Walmart parking lot. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Would you walk somebody around if they demanded it? I mean, what what comes along with the demand? Like, there's consequences, right? Like, you demand something, something has to happen in return. Like, what happens if you refuse to walk him? Just imagine this. Well, I don't know. It's a good question. But I'm I'm imagining a scenario where you're walking down the street outside Mar-a-Lago, and you are walking a liberal who has a Donald Trump collar on and they're walking on all fours, just sniffing around for a bone. And then you're just waving and talking to the press and answering questions. And then being like, Oh yeah, this is my dog. Caesar. It's <laughs> nothing weird about this. He's, a, he's an actual dog. Yeah. He's just got a, what's that? A, what's that disease where, where you don't have any hair? Mange. No, that's alopecia. That's alopecia. Alopecia. Yeah. This dog's just got alopecia. Full body alopecia. You know, if you shave a dog completely, it, it does just look like a, a small person. That's true. I just imagine the power it would be for you. Because what criticisms of you could they level? They can't call you a bigot. or They can't say you're not inclusive because you're literally walking a Democrat so that they no, can find a bone. This would just be the kink face of white supremacy. <laughs> That's all this. That's true. That's true. It would have to be a white person. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, I'm still, I'm still, you know, blown away just about this dog culture. You, you're These about to get identify yeah. as dogs. I, you know, I can understand, I can understand a lot of things, but this, this dog thing, it's, it's a hard bill to swallow. Well, that's what she said, Mr. President. Hard bone to swallow. I agree, Mr. President. I think it's a little weird that people want to be dogs all of a sudden. I'm Why not kind of, cats? I'm a cat person, so yeah. I, I'd much rather be a cat. Well, you know, favorite, yeah. you, you know, Ian, Brad, uh, around the time of Rome, uh, the, the part of the fall of Rome was people started identifying as dogs and cats. Right, dogs and cats. and Started dressing just, up like dogs and cats, snipping right. each other's balls. There's no musical called Dogs, right? right there's one yeah. called Cats, but there's there's not dogs. Right. Yeah, wouldn't it's just not as it's good. not fair. We need to have equality and need to yeah, be some we need civil to have rights. One called Dogs. <laughs> then yeah, somebody get Boz Lerman on the phone. <laughs> Who? Boz, Boz Lerman. Boz Lerman. 
Boz Lerman. Yeah. Mr. President. Hollywood director, Boz Lerman. Hollywood director, Brad. So this guy who really gets off on this and he's married and looks at porn and would be embarrassed about this. He said that in one dream scenario that he has, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert force him to vote a straight Republican ticket and for Donald Trump. That's one of his. I mean, that might be a lot of people's. Fetishes. I mean, I don't see why they don't jump on the opportunity. They might. I mean, she did she not take a Democrat to? Didn't she jerk off a Democrat during Beetlejuice? Bobert, yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. That's now that guy tossed him out too. <laughs> yeah, right. Chewed him up, tossed him out. Oh yeah, Grandma, Grandma Bobert. <laughs> and so there's this person that wrote a book on this subject. There's a book on every subject. She says the division in the country is fueling it. She and this she makes a good point. She says as people have become more polarized politically, it's become more taboo to date or have sex outside of your political affiliation. And that when you've got this kind of growing sense in public that it's taboo, that that can make it all the more enticing. And and I actually agree with this. I think that there are a lot of liberal progressives that kind of want to be dominated by conservatives. Well, I think they just like the idea of being taken care of and dominated. Right. Instead of having to peg a, a, a liberal. Right. Right. Yeah, they want to be Stepford wives. Yeah. And then it then the article goes on to talk about this former Marine who he's 61 years old now, and he's apparently been banging other dudes' wives for mm-hmm. decades. And it started when he was 17 years old and in the military. And he says his first encounter, he was browsing a swingers magazine at a local adult bookstore, which I'm like, I, I've never seen a, a local adult bookstore. But I guess that was like our Craigslist back then. And he said he saw an ad that was from a straight couple seeking a conservative, quote, alpha male to dominate the wife. And so he sent them a letter. He wrote them a letter enclosing a self-addressed stamped envelope for a response. And then a couple months later, he got the response he was looking for. And then they got together. And that's how it all started. The rest, as they say, is history. And a typical scene that he is engaged in more recently, he said, involved him tying a woman to a St. Andrew's cross and asking her, were you even thinking at all when you voted for Joe Biden? Did you think he's telling the truth? Are you that stupid and ignorant? (laughs) I mean, that's what I'd like to ask people that voted for Joe anyway. (laughs) You know, Mr. President, uh, there's a lot of concerns out there that if you become uh, you get back in office, that you're going to prosecute all of the people who are going after you, like Biden, Mayorkas, and all these guys. You're going to tie them all to St. Andrews. You're going to tie them all to St. Andrews crosses. (laughs) I mean, I I, it sounds like a great plan to me. I mean, you know, I'm rubber your glue. That's the that's (laughs) the plan. We're Operation Rubber Your Glue. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Look, now, all you people that wanted the parade, the parade's coming, baby. What? Yeah, what's going to be some of the highlights of the parade? I mean, we're going to have all the pedos and chains. <laughs> you know, how long do you think? How long do you think that parade of pedos is going to be? I mean, it's going to be it's going to be long. It's going to be really, really long, and it's going to be a lot of your favorite people. And a lot of us are going to be very, very disappointed when we find out who all these pedos are. It sounds like some of them are asking to be walked around on chains. They're all asking. <laughs> You're right. Now this is this is just 
People are just getting red billed through this weird fetish culture. Yeah. So they so now they flip it, right? Because uh, so far it's been like all Democrats wanting to be dominated in this subculture by Republicans, but it says it works the other way around as well. And they say some Republicans want liberals to dominate them. And they provide a pretty interesting example to support their claim. And I imagine that what you're about to hear is what anti-racism training is like. Oh, gosh. And here's what the story says. A 60-year-old man known by his fetish persona, Master Black, S-A-T-Y-R, how do you pronounce that? Satyr? Satyr. Satyr Dragonwolf. So that's his name. Satyr. I'm going to get a picture of him up here. Satyr Dragonwolf. Because he is... That's part of him right yeah, there. Yeah, you know, I almost named my son, my my first son, Seder Dragon Wolf, but then I changed my mind. It was, yeah, it was a popular name years ago. Uh, there he is again. Where's his face? Seder Dragon. There's Seder Dragon Wolf right there. You see him? Yes. <laughs> yes. That dude. So, <laughs> he, he says he unexpectedly. He looks like a character out of The Last Dragon. He does. He, he looks he looks like he's ready to dominate some Trump supporters, and he got the opportunity to because he says he became involved in political fetish domination when a 22-year-old straight-identifying college student responded to his Craigslist ad seeking a BDSM partner. And then he says that the guy said to him, I want to be punished by a person of color because I voted for Donald Trump. That's what he told the guy. And the student who is a, a fraternity member told Seder Dragonwolf here that he was pressured into voting for Trump by his friends and family and that he felt guilty and he felt like being punished by this black dragon Seder Wolf would make amends for the wrong that he did. And then a few days later, the student showed up to Wolf's house where he knelt down, placed his hands together, and then he asked Seder Dragonwolf, May I receive punishment from you, sir? That ever happened to you, Mr. President? No, that's never happened to me. You know, but what I do think is uh, this is a direct result of taking God out of the school system. You don't think this is a religious person? No, <laughs> I don't. I'm just going to take a stab at this one. <laughs> is that going to guys, church? I don't think so. I think he's into this wolf and this Thor's hammer. And uh, no, nah, this guy's not going to church. Giving the sermon today is Seder Dragonwolf. Yeah, this guy's either a Satanist or uh, he thinks he's part of uh, some Icelandic tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it goes even further with these two. Wolf, he responded in the affirmative, it says. He pulled down his pants, the guy's pants, and he started to spank the Trump supporter or voter. And he told him, he said, I will tear your ass apart if you ever vote for Donald Trump or any other stinking conservative Republicans again. I'll let you go into moderates, but if I hear Trump or Cruz or any member of the Bush family, you're not going to sit down for days, he told his submissive. <laughs> and the student... Well, Senator Dragonwolf obviously doesn't realize that the Bush family aren't conservative. Right, they're Democrats. They would be happily be dressed just like Sater. Dragon Wolf. And so that happened once. And then the student called the guy again later. He went over there again. Uh, Wolf spanked him again. And that time he chastised the kid for volunteering for a conservative candidate. He said, I punished him for denying us our rights and preventing women from having abortions. 
And after they played out the domination scene, the two sat down, ate pizza, and played PlayStation 3 together. I don't even know how to respond to this. <laughs> you, I just can't, he just sit, they're just sitting there. What'd you guys do today? Well, he dominated me. And then we played PlayStation 3 together. Yeah, then we played a nice 30-minute game of Madden. Right, yeah. And the final session that these two had, it says that Wolf and this guy, this college student, dressed up as a Democrat politicians in suits. Oh, no, no, he brought in a friend, actually. So it was Wolf and a friend that he brought over. Those two dressed up as Democrat politicians. They put suits on. And then they had the student wear tighty whities emblazoned with the words Republican slut boy on them. Republican slut boy underwear. What do you think, Mr. President? Do you offer uh, Republican slut boy underwear? I mean, I, I you know, Brad, I, I got, I got a lot of opinions on a lot of things. <laughs> and, uh, this is about, I, You're I baffled you? what reality we even live in. And <laughs> <laughs> this was the main story on the Washington Post yesterday. And, and they say that. And like, who's the story too for the Washington Post? I, I'm not sure. I think there is something to the culture of it, of what's going on. Like, ty- this type of stuff will manifest reality. So there's some people that are probably into fetishes like this, but have never really in- indulged them. But they see a main story on the Washington Post just promoting this. And they're like, wow, I can go to this dot, 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 dot com and I can join the group and talk about how I want to be choked out because of my wrongs of voting Republican or whatever the other people were into. What Wolf here says that he, they told the guy, the two guys dressed up as the Democrat politicians, they told that Trump voter, they said, we said nasty things like privileged white bastard as we spanked him. <laughs> <laughs> this goes beyond just washing like the remember the Chick-fil-A guy got down oh. on his knees and washed a black guy's feet once. This goes a little bit further in the anti-racism. If someone started calling me that during these BDS, like I would just start gigging. You know, where did they even get the lead to start the story? You think you think Reverend Dragonbone uh, called the Wapo, and that's how they found out about all this in the first yeah. It was a whistleblower. <laughs> like who's uh, who went looking for the the writer of the, yeah the writer of the story who's based in Georgia actually writes all of these weird cultural articles. I, I looked at her other articles, and they're like the the strange 50-year-old women dominating the porn industry in these secret clubs. It's like all of her articles are like this. They're just, I don't think, usually featured on the main page like they were yesterday. I mean, so it's her beat. Great. It's fine I mean, and everything. But in the Washington Post, like, how are you supposed to take uh, a, a that, mainstream That's newspaper? exactly what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is supposed to be a reputable publication. It's not, though. It's like CIA-controlled Joe Biden... They, they had an article with Joe Biden as the writer the other day, an opinion piece that was like 3,000 words. No, no, Joe Biden's not writing a 3,000-word article. They sh- yeah, they're a joke. I mean, these are 3,000 words he stole from someone 35 years he ago. He plagiarized, yes, exactly, from probably Reverend uh, uh, Republican Dominator here. 
I would so maybe this is corn pop here. So if Biden should get this guy, Holy shit. this is corn pop. Is at least related to corn. Oh pop. man, you know you should Photoshop that image, and then have Biden with his chains. <laughs> we put those instead of those red uh, slappy things around his neck. It makes a lot. It makes a lot more sense now that we know about this fetish. Yeah. Uh, Biden had chains for that fight with Corn Pop. It was yeah. really just a fetish thing. It wasn't a pool either. They were at an unmarked dungeon somewhere in a park somewhere. Yeah. Instead of a pool. Yeah. So it says, wrapping this up, that some conservative men who like being dominated prefer to be humiliated for supporting policies that hurt the working class instead, which I, I would have liked to have seen an example of that. Is there a Bernie Sanders fetish thing going on here? Yeah, you you must support the working class. Like, I, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's these propaganda themes that they have filtered through this twisted, sick article. You know, let's still get some working class propaganda in there <laughs> at the end of it. And it says, unlike those in the non-fetish world where most Biden and Trump supporters have very few friends who vote for the opposing candidate in the fetish world, Political oppositions mingle together, and if you are into political fetishes, you may become, ironically, more open-minded to opposing to the opposing side's views. And yes, I know plenty of people that have friends on plenty of sides. I just love that they're encouraging to overcome the political divide by joining like a BDSM political humiliation group. Get over your political bias. Go get dominated. And it doesn't yeah. sound very inclusive because I don't see anyone beating anyone into becoming uh, in the Green Party. I don't see anyone beating anyone. To, it's just these two. It's just very binary. It's a very binary fetish. And that's problematic. Yeah, there's only like one or two yeah, people in the Green Party. It's not very inclusive at all. It doesn't sound like there's much equity in this fetish. I think that you guys would be able to appreciate the reasoning given here. This was right makes might that was saying that. Is he's talking about if you're going to effectively dominate these libtards, you have to know the you know, you have to know them intimately. You have to know why they hate you. And he says, so if you're sitting there and thinking, oh, Trump has the answers to everything and he's right about everything, how could anyone possibly think otherwise? Well, you're not going to be very good dom to this liberal, he said. So you got to get in their head. That's why it's good to join a dominatrix. Political yeah. domination cult. Yeah. So how do you get inside a libtard's head? Through their ass. <laughs> That's what I. When you get there, you? it just sounds like. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. yes hey, is there any way to get a different image on the screen? Oh uh, well, I thought that you would. I could send you a poster of that, Mr. President. So, I got a couple clips of Biden. That I would like to hear y'all's opinion on, and then we can. We Are they like getting dominated by Jill? Yeah, it's him. It's him Doctor, in the act of being Doctor dominated. Jill. Doctor Jill. Yes, yeah, she said it wrong, Mr. President. Jill. Is that, isn't that such a joke that they call her Doctor Jill? That's ridiculous. This is Biden. He was in Colorado yesterday, giving a speech on Bidenomics, and he talked a lot about MAGA Republicans. And he just seemed like he was uh, – I love how they try to make it seem like Trump is losing his mind and pretend that Biden's perfectly fine. The score is 30,000 to two. Right. It's not even close. It's like, come on. And this is just very short clips here. But here's Biden having 
kind of a Jeb Bush moment. He looks a lot thinner than when right. he started. I mean, he looks like a centurion woodland. I mean, he looks more like a hundred year old than uh <laughs> and then Kissinger. Yeah. You, look, Kissinger. you look so young and vibrant. You look 35, Mr. Yeah, President. Yeah, you look 35, Mr. President. Well, you know, I moisturize. Yeah, that's ah. what they say. You need to moisturize. Because of the investment and incentive we wrote into the law, CS1 recently announced its employees will receive an end-of-year bonuses as well. Oh, wait, it's frozen. Hold on a second. Because of the investment and incentive we wrote into the law, CS1 recently announced its employees will receive an end-of-year bonuses as well. You can clap for that, man. Man. Yeah, so he has to tell him to clap because nobody knows what the hell he's talking about. He's just mumbling. Yeah, he's, he's just gargling marbles over there. Yeah. And... <laughs> you can clap for that. Mr. President, Mr. President, can I can I ask you a, a favor? I've never asked you for one before. Can I ask you for a favor? Yeah, go ahead, Ian. When you get into the debates with this guy, can you please mock him like that? Can you please do what you just? Child would be so funny. You know, I I can't make any promises, but I can't promise that I will mock Joe Biden. I mean, that's all you'd have to do. You wouldn't have to address any and mock the moderators. Just just mock them all. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's what I do anyway. I, I ran a roast every time I get up. There. Yeah, it's brilliant. So he, here he does what a lot of people would like to do is he touches on Bobert a little bit. And I, I just would love to touch him. They would. Hey, look at him. It matters. It matters. That thing that nobody knows what he's talking about matters. I don't know what this image is here. The historic investments we're celebrating today is in Congressman. Bobert's district. Now he's making a cross. He's Catholic. She's one of the leaders of this extreme mega movement. Mega movement. She, along with every single Republican colleague, voted against the law that made these investments and jobs possible. And that's not hyperbole. That's a fact. Wait, what? that's not hyperbole? That's a fact? What does it even? I think he said hyperbola, not hyperbole. hyperbole. Yeah. That's not hyperbola. That's a fact. Yeah, okay. He's trying to say he's not exaggerating. Yeah, but I think he uses that phrase uh, during he, he looks inappropriate times. He looks yeah. sleepier than he's ever looked in it and the entire time that I've seen him. Well, at the end of this clip, you're going to see these people all surround him. And I'm like, why are they surrounding him? Is the, I feel like they're worried he's about to fall down because he's just – how do you have a person up there giving a speech who's just making – zero sense and is unintelligible and he uses a word here in this next one that i've never actually heard him use before as my mother would say it's god just, love him as one of my friends back home would say that's real chutzpah that's real chutzpah as his mother would his say mother would say god so one of his friends back home would say right right that's real chutzpah that's interesting does he have a bunch of jewish friends that he goes Listen, home to? <laughs> he he said, I, I used to 
work uh, in an area where I had a lot of elderly customers and they just like to talk. And he, he sounds just like one of them. Yeah. He just stopped by the office and he's just going to talk to me forever. And you just listen and it, and it goes from rambles from one thing to the next and you go up and down and around. It's just, you know. I feel like he's going to start calling the White House the kibbutz in D.C. It's kind of sad. This is kind of sad. It is. It feels like elder abuse, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. His tree fell down. His Christmas tree fell down. I saw that. How did that happen? Uh, just, a, it, it's just like Biden. Maybe one of the, the libtard dogs ran into it when they were trying to, to smell it. They had to get rid of those dogs. Yeah. Yeah, Biden's Biden has gotten rid of at least three libtard dogs. Maybe, uh, maybe Hunter was trying to hide some of his crack in there. He was trying, to, yeah, hide some of his crack in there, and he was trying to have sex with a tree mm. while filming a selfie. So here he calls you Congressman Trump, Mister President. Imagine what we could do. We just made these billionaires pay their taxes like everyone else. We could use it to strengthen the Social Security and Medicare system instead of cutting them or. Like Congressman Trump and Bob were going to do. And Bob and Bob Bob. We could use why it can't he, why can't he's a big... <laughs> he can't even say Bobert's name. <laughs> it is elder abuse. But listen to what he says after this too. So he's trying to talk about the rich need to pay, pay their own fair share, and he like inadvertently says, "Yeah, if we can do this to the billionaires, we can help out all the millionaires." And then he tries to correct himself. To help millionaires. I take it back Mill a little bit. Both were one <laughs> instead of cutting them, or like Congressman Trump and Bob were going to do. We could use it to help millionaires, millions of families afford instead of millionaires, millions of families afford a little help with senior care. Speaking of senior care, <laughs> somebody needs to get it, and they need to get it fast. <laughs> yeah. And they do. They bring in a team of people right after that. It's crazy. This is the last one. It's it's short. What? But watch this. Watch the people that surround them behind them during this clip. My dad. That's the God's truth. My First of all, his dad did not say this. There's no way. I know. I apologize to Hickaloop and others. Heard me say it a thousand times. My dad used to say. No, he did not. I'm deadly earnest. He'd say, Joey, <laughs> a job is about a lot more than a paycheck. It's about your dignity. About being treated with respect. Should baby cry. It's about being able to look your kid in the eye and say, "Honey, it's going to be okay." Honey, and his mother would go, uh, "He's five, <laughs> right? He's and he five. We don't need to tell him that right now, okay?" And, yeah, and he keeps saying, "Honey," when he refers to the kid. Does he He's call five. Hunter honey? Eighteen sixty-two. We've got bigger problem. <laughs> right. I want to see him start referring to to Hunter as honey. Dad sounds like he drank a lot. And just sat there and yammered on I, and on and on. I, I, I don't think his dad ever said anything to him. Yeah. It, there's, there's no, where, no where nobody says he, that. by the way? What's all this industrial equipment in the background? He's in Colorado. Yeah, he's in Colorado. Pueblo Colorado. And he, watch this here. Are a quarter of a million more jobs in Colorado since I took office. That's a quarter of a million more people throughout this state. Including in this district, look, you can look their kids in the eye and say, "Honey, it's going to be okay." So, there, for those listening, there's three guys with protector yellow vest on walking behind him, like like their bouncers about to throw somebody out who's belligerent. Is, isn't that what it looks like? The way they walked in? Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I was, 
actually was bizarre. a little worried for him. I, like thought the, I thought there was a guy just walking, like a crew guy just walking by. I thought it was the 25th Amendment coming up. <laughs> Maybe that was the 25th Amendment team. This is what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit back in <laughs> vest, say. Yeah. 25th Amendment enforcers. Mm-hmm. Is this guy Hispanic right here, you think, on the right? Uh, or, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's a reason I ask, and you'll see in a second. That's a lot about it. This is not any, they call it socialism. <clears throat> My plan is rooted in what we've always worked best for this country. Investing in America. Investing in Americans. <laughs> Did you see that? He reaches over. Americans. Kids, like you say, Mexican, Mexican. Yeah. But, it's, he's, I, he's trying to say, he's trying to say Mexican, Amer- Mexican, like he's saying Americans. Yeah, it's so, what watch out. so fucking weird. And look how weirded out this guy is. She's so happy he didn't touch her. My plan yeah. is rooted in what we've always worked best for this country. And She's like, oh my God, he's going to sniff me. Americans. And they, that weird look on it. Yeah, he probably did sniff her. Americans. Afterwards. This is a legitimate candidate that's we're being told. That's just how crazy the country I mean, is right now. Look, I mean, look at that. You, you, you can actually tell me that the election wasn't stolen. There's enough proof just in plain sight. <laughs> well, I mean, that guy didn't campaign at all in 2016. He didn't do a single thing. Or 2020. He really didn't. He did nothing. He didn't do a single thing. He just sat in his basement. I mean, that, that is probably in like 100 years. People will think that that is wild. You know, the next time we see him, he's going to be wearing six or seven masks on his face. Being led around with a collar on his neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Look. I'll walk Biden around Washington with a Trump collar and let him sniff for both. Take him to Walmart. But then Biden <laughs> would start believing he was a dog. You know, he wouldn't know the difference. Right. Yeah, he'd start humping your leg, peeing on your couch, and it'd, it'd be over then. I mean, he's already peeing on my couch. <laughs> That's true. You left him a couch in the White House? I mean, those are my couches. I understand, Mr. This President. Is, yeah, of course. What about the classified documents? I'm still uh, still reading them. <laughs> All right, Mr. President, I appreciate you joining us. I want to do a 15-minute XR, and... Want to do pick a story again, and I have a list of great stories from the Smoking Gun, which are always fantastic. And we'll just go through it, and that'll that'll be it. If you want to get access to that, go to Patreon.com/slash Propaganda Report. Subscribe there today. PropagandaFight.com is my website. Go to YouTube.com/slash Brad Binkley, Rumble.com/slash Prop Report, and follow me on Twitter at Freedom Act Radio. Ian, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at uh, uh, Reginald uh, uh, Vandermeer. Uh, I think it's uh, at Reg V Actor uh, on Twitter. I have a lot of fun interacting with Brad, and uh, he's a very progressive guy. Have, uh, it's a really fun uh, parody account. Come check it out. Yeah, it's he's definitely it's a lot of fun. Getting dominated by a, <laughs> a fetish group. Yeah. And a couple of quick comments for before we get out of here. Gentleman skeptic says. They cut off his supply of baby blood talking about Kissinger. Says Kissinger was the fattest centenarian. Does that right? In the history of the world. And that is correct. And it says, you know, when two people bicker insistently, insistently, 
they I said that death. I definitely pronounced that word wrong. They usually that's how relationships start. So a lot of marriages might come from this weird fetish that we've been reading about. And then we have another one here that says, "Wow, you're pre- wow, or who's your president? Who's your president? That's right, you little soy boy. Take it, take it all the way to the wall." Enacting oh, one of these. That's right. <laughs> that's a good Who's one. Your right president, there. baby. Uh, yes, yes. So, all right. Thank you guys for watching, and we will talk to you next time. Have a fantastic rest of your and day. And remember, vote.